welcome to the MTR Network. We are back for another Batwoman Super Tuesday episode. I am Shanna. I'm here with Ro and Roja. And we are here to discuss episodes 210 and 211 of Batwoman. What did y'all think of these two episodes? The notebook is out. Okay. Someone watched Set It Off on repeat. Like they went, they were known at their local video store, whether it be the Blockbuster, the Warehouse, or the the local joint. They would come in on their down rainy day and get set it off. Okay, they they watched the hell out of that movie. Um, The crows are stormtroopers. Okay, they're just so incompetent at this point. You might as well put a white helmet on them, give them blasters, and and just be done. we need to stop asking for things on this show because they give it to us. It's not quite what we want. And then they take it away. For example, Amani from the community center was kind of like hinting kind of potential of a, a black love interest for, uh, yeah. for Ryan. And then it was gone. We need to stop. <laughs> they also need to stop putting Ryan and mom jeans. Oh my god. Okay. In mom jeans, wearing, wow. in crop tops, Did in that continued my... wig, I, <laughs> everything. Wow. <laughs> like, really? I know the girl was homeless, but she lives with Mary now. <laughs> yeah, she had wow. mom jeans on. Okay, I, it, it stood out. They're and not mom jeans. It was like whitewash. They're, like not, the whitewash from they're the not mom jeans. They're literally just, she was just straight up and down wearing a 1983 outfit. <laughs> okay. For a girl her age. It's yeah, not even mob jeans. That's what, but this is what I'm saying. It's not even as sad as it was because the mom <laughs> jeans wasn't cut up that high in 1988. They were mom jeans, little hoey. But no, she's she that was I'm a terrible person. My mama did not wear uh, hoey jeans, but um, my, no. My but the point is, we did get an ocean view. Yes, that's it. Ah, no one is ever gonna be mad about. Yes. No. Okay. Okay. Bro, <laughs> how did you enjoy these episodes? <laughs> um. I, the, the the first note across the top of my page for both episode 10 and 11 is when y'all niggas gonna pay attention to the shit right in front of your face. And I don't mean that in the sense that what I, I can't believe it took to the end of episode 11 before Sophie figured out who the hell Batwoman is. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Although I was actually happy. I was happy she figured it out. We knew it was coming. I'm pretty sure we called it, but whatever. I do agree and disagree that we need to stop asking for things. I, I, I will continue to ask for the thing that we almost got, but yet has not manifest for Angelique to fucking die. (laughs) So fucking close. Oh my God. So close to her death (laughs) twice. Also. Okay. Uh, We asked for Sophie to start making decisions that made sense (laughs) and her hair decision was just a marvelous decision i was like when she pulled off i was like she went now she could just take ryan to whoever braided her hair okay sophie had her hair (laughs) braided and then the minute she got burned she went right back to that wig and i was like of course (laughs) ma'am She had to put her work clothes back on. You saw how he treated her when he saw her natural hair. He yelled at her and told her to get out. So, I mean, so he she saw had to go her and brazen. He said, ma'am, that is a dress code. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. 
But um, <laughs> I, I really feel like between Time Off for Good Behavior and I can't remember the name of episode 11 because I'm high. Um, I feel like they don't trust the story that they started to tell us. And uh, we started to complain a little last episode before we went completely off the rails. I don't know how much you... Did you leave? I didn't listen to the playback to the end. Did you leave our entire left of center rant in the last episode, Shanna? Did you just upload the whole file? So I I might have taken out some dead air in there somewhere, but yeah. But other than dead air, you like, oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, y'all. We had a moment last week. I, it's Shanna's fault. Or was it Hiroja's fault? I feel we should just blame Hiroja. She brings the notebook. <laughs> she brings the notebook and shit goes sideways. But I feel like between these two episodes, uh, the thing that I was concerned about potentially happening after kind of milksop, shallow, scattered brain mess that was episode nine it's, it's starting to happen. They don't know what story they want to tell anymore. They don't trust themselves. They don't trust the story and they don't trust us anymore. And which is weird because we show it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I don't think that there are too many arcs running, but I think that they're, they are not being, they're not being handled in a parallel fashion. Good enough. Like it does not make any sense that they are leaving the disconnect between what's going on with Alice and the rest of the world. I think it's too mm-hmm. isolated now. I think that um, the whole uh, Pennyworth mm-hmm. was, was uh, there was a moment there and it was a very big lost opportunity to do something that would have continued to develop Sophie a- away from the debacle that is just being Kate's ex. Mm-hmm. Yada, and yada, yada, further, right on through. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah, the shit out of that. Um, I also uh, was slightly hopeful when I saw that they were doing a story that had to do more with the three rules that they'd come up with about what they wanted the legacy to be. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing they did was turn it into uh, an op-ed piece about the prison industrial complex. But they didn't even handle that with any kind of finesse. It was so obvious off the bat and to have that black and have how to be a black writer come in in the middle of that and show his ass that way although yeah. he did get well dealt with handedly by my new favorite uh so should the, be Ryan's girlfriend that whole should thing was Ryan's weird girlfriend. because not only the reporter being like i'm not sure why they're doing this but then also ryan being like yeah. Why are they doing this? And I'm like, as soon as you literally said, had a whole conversation. I don't even want to say like this was not even that many episodes ago about how we had a whole episode about how like your life is different because you or actually but three not, minutes but prior not, in the episode. Yeah. She had said, like, if I didn't have a place like this when I was growing up, I, I, I would have had a whole different life. And so then everybody being yeah. like. I wonder I why they're going after places like this. I'm like, I have a friend who's still falling and I'm, but what was more about it is, is I was like, this was a, this was a waste of that narrative. And mm-hmm. I really feel like that's something that could have worked really well. They could have di- tied it into the false face. Uh, it would have been another way for us to get closer to the fucking bloody Alice, mm-hmm. but for, for them to waste this narrative about 
um, for-profit prisons and just the prison to pipeline and the prison industrial complex in general. And to, and again, yada, yada it. Uh, I was like, okay, so you want to have him come in. He doesn't do that in the middle of the, the, the opening, the welcome. Mm-hmm. He shows up before. Hey, have you guys thought about whether or not you're going to have security and this could be targeted? Yeah, and to con- uh, confront them he- during the presentation, even like yes. that would have been like a side conversation. He doesn't go whole. He doesn't go mm-hmm. combative because if he's really working on a story, that doesn't get him what he wants. It doesn't get him anybody who's willing to talk to him. It doesn't get him anybody who's willing to listen to him. And if he's smart enough to at least been able to follow the incidents and make these connections to realize that there's somebody's story there, and he's a good enough reporter that he's not a stringer. He's got a whole ass full-time job with benefits and had insurance god bless him uh he's not alienating potential sources and potential leads and potential um um what are those people ci's Mm -hmm. thank you he he, he, not only would all that but it just it made it to where they had to like do the whole red heron thing and i just felt that was super unnecessary it's like there would be no way a black reporter doing the urban beat trying to do this story, this big story, even if he didn't make the connection to Edgewater, which I felt was shoehorning so they can tie it to Lois and, and Superman in some way. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have acted in that fashion. But even if he did, he would have been a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been a bad guy. And, I, and I'm and i like, okay, so you're just going to waste this storyline when you've got this great opportunity and you're stealing from three different movies <laughs> about, you know, wardens who take advantage I'm like what is this dissonance <laughs> and I was like and I was like if you're gonna do that you do it for real and for them to turn this into the surface thing and it really be about um the fact that the team is still slightly fractured and basically wasting time it pissed me off it really did piss me off because they've done a good job about embedding Batwoman in the city as the what the city needs rather than what white people want to mm-hmm. see with respect mm-hmm. Yeah. and safety are supposed to look like and this felt like it was a step away from it and they did it with ryan which i felt was horrible yeah. so if you're gonna do this kind of narrative and you're gonna say we're having a community center and we're building it from the ground up it might like the narrative should have been about somebody wondering what was up with ryan and mary that they just that they suddenly got outed at this event that should have been mm-hmm. where we went with this because that drives us back into what this show is doing yeah although I don't. I don't hate the whole opening the door to Edgewood. If we gonna get a Lois and Superman crossover, I don't. I don't I have a problem with that. I believe they are gonna do a crossover with them this season. But like, I think the thing that was just more frustrating for me is I'm like, if we are gonna go this way, the people wondering why this group might be doing this are not at all the people in our story who would be. And also, no. what I okay on the flip side, what I will say, Imani this uh horton dude it feels like they're gonna come back so you know i'll i'll give them a little bit like hopefully we get more development of like a a story or whatever no no shade no shade i'm not getting mad to see more black people with speaking Mm -hmm. parts on this show in a city that clearly has a whole ass lot of black people who aren't all living under bridges downtrodden and small children who should have their black asses at home suddenly on the street just wandering around looking for their fucking brother i am very happy to see that i said that all in one breath Mm. i i am very happy to see certain narratives developing and bringing in characters that make sense but there were so many ways to tie this into what's going on with enigma and now you know hung this stupid ass 
thread out there with Kate, there were more ways to tie this into what's actually truly going on with false flag when you get into this. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the cited separation between the arc of what's going on with Enigma and Jacobs, my suddenly got a whole ass drug problem, Kane. Um, Look, anybody who's watching this show and didn't see that man ending up hooked on drugs and taking snake bite, okay, because he went opt out in that day, it was not paying attention to him not having his shit together in that cemetery. I wanted we to make sure we're not that again. We I not that again. I looked at TV tropes and be like, what is this trope where he's always getting knocked the fuck out or captured or kidnapped? And I guess he's like called the distressed dude because he's acting so much like a fucking damsel in distress. It's like he's not competent at, at anything. And well, then he gets that's the thing. The thing that's so frustrating about Jacob is that he literally never learns the lesson. Like the lesson is is out there. Like he, you know, you have Mary telling you what you're doing that's wrong. You have. Kate, all of last season, every single time being like, your daughters are this way because you're this way. Like, they spell it out for him. Like, I am this way because you are this way. And he takes the wrong lesson every single time. Every single time. He's a man. He's a man. man. It's so frustrating. And I'm just like... He's he's a guy. I but I, I and I don't say that to be disparaging and disrespectful, but there is a certain thing about the way that they like to display masculinity and the portray cis men on TV, particularly, although not limited to that. Um, in this sense of I'm right and I'm rooted in rightness and I'm coming from a good place and therefore all I have to do is get you to come around to see that I'm right and that I'm coming from a good place and everything will be okay. But what I meant was more first of all, Doug Reese Scott. Like, it's like you just look at his face. And unless they've decided to make him look the way he did at the beginning of Taken, and then he ends up the, looking at the way he did at the end of Taken, you know, trashed out and dead, it, they, they, they feel like somehow along the line, he has to end up with some kind of addiction because his face just says that's where we're going. <laughs> so if it's not scotch, it's snake bite. But more along the lines, it's like, you know, we called for there to be some kind of fraying and there to be some type of separation and for it to get to kind of a head with Sophie, I don't like this as the direction that they go. This, that is the clearest sign that they don't trust the story that they have been telling. Because if you were going to have this be that uh, Black Mask wants to control Jacob, and Jacob's own vulnerability is the fact that he still hasn't figured out he should check his fucking car before he gets in it. <laughs> And look at his back seat on the floor or underneath it for someone who was waiting to do him harm and bonk him on his head. So, Hiroza, you are correct in that respect. He does never learn that lesson. But I feel like if what they wanted to do was to give him something more to do was I sit around and look broody and make it patently clear that he isn't the kind of guy who should be trying to lead from the front because he doesn't have the skills, it's painfully obvious that what Jacob brings to the crows is a deep well of bitterness, anger, and ability to blame everyone but himself and money. And what no and no care for actual loss. Yeah, zero zero kit that kind of goes in with I have the money, I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but but loves but, to tell everybody else what, what is legal and not right. Legal. What's right and you know, <laughs> legit and who matters and who doesn't. And I get that he has to be that voice because he's the tie back to Batman. 
<laughs> and the bitterness that's supposed to be kind of running through Batman, through Batman's Gotham, uh, over the loss of Batman, the reasons for it, and the failure, the failings, the failures in the city. Jacob's not the only person who Batman tried to save or save someone in their life, and he wasn't able to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's one of the few people who didn't end up as a like collateral dead henchman, but that's a totally different conversation. Uh, but Jacob Kane's strengths and his wherewithal has never been the fact that he's a really good agent and that he really should be the one running this agency. And that's not to take anything away from him because clearly he was in the military. He got up to a high rank, but he's an administrator. He's an administrator. He, at some point in time, what made him good in the field died. And I and I and and I and I'm not liking the whole bringing him into a place of weakness so he can be used against whoever wants to use him because they, you know, well, again, we said the big bad is the black mask and he's got a whole agenda and all the things going out. And I just don't feel like that was the proper entry point and i know it has to do with kate but it's still trash and then yeah because he says um he's upset that batwoman didn't tell the crows his little backstory yeah Which, but then again he's also convinced that batwoman works for the crows and i don't like Did yeah you see that she's but I'm wondering black. if that like he planted that because he wanted her he to share it because it's not true or he planted it because he wanted her to share it because Jacob would know who he is mm. or should yeah, know who he is. is. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he tried to use her as a messenger. It didn't work. He's petulant and upset about it. But I also think he's got people on the inside of the crows. But you also have that dude who's clearly making a bid to be Jacob's new number two. The question is why? And it's not just because he's got a problem answering to women, which he clearly does, <laughs> and shaving his face properly, which he also clearly does. Did, him and Lex Luthor this week, I was like, are they being extra misogynist? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Like, yes. They added about their usual yes. dash of They misogyny. added three points to their level of misogyny. And I was like, wow, you had somewhere oh. to go. And I wanted I to like talk it. a little bit about that guy because there was like two kind of obvious mistakes like Batman would never do. One was to leave the AI device in Sophie's car. And two was just somehow... to spray his blood with a fucking ammonia so you couldn't get a clean blood sample. Yeah, but also you would think that, you know, a bad team, Mr. Lucas here with the whole joystick and running the car would have like maybe deleted or Removed they didn't or... think they need to worry about it because it was Mary's car. No, I was talking yeah. about the blood. Like she has a record, so if her fingerprints, her DNA, they can't wipe her was... out of the damn system. She Why worked. Not? Because Sophie is a crow and knows she's supposed to be in the system. I'm talking about Ryan. Ryan like, can't suddenly disappear from the I'm system. I'm not saying she disappear. I'm saying like when her file comes up, the fingerprints mm -hmm. don't quite look right. She got a whole lot of parole goofy. officer, even though we ain't seen him to go to parole, but somehow she's not back in jail. I'm just saying it could be like a little like off. No, no. Not they, match her all the way. They can't do that. I look, I, 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 
for a show that yada yada is much less, I'm not expecting them to account for these things. I'm just gonna That's be what I'm quite honest. They, they not gonna do that. They they yada yada so freaking much on this show that I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense yeah. that they wouldn't address that. You are asking for a level of logic that was never, ever, not never, ever, never, not ever, I, ever going to exist. This, but I was what like, would, come on, that what would, No, what would have made sense was for Luke to make sure she was equipped that too. To, to pollute any samples of fingerprints, which wouldn't happen because their fingers are covered, but blood. blood or saliva yeah. that mm-hmm. might happen on site. That yeah. would make sense for something for the bat like team. Like some to DNA make. smoke bomb that just corrupts everything. I mean, I don't know why you got to do all that when you could just put some ammonia. I mean, ammonia I, will fix the whole problem. I, yeah. The whole whole I just the think they're a mess. I, I, I think y'all are asking for Haruji, too much. Haruji, you you like, crazy. Like the, the uh, these are the same people the, she, in the room. Oh, said, Ryan is it? I'm sorry. Me. What was your name? Wait. Uh Landon. Wait. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, that was just trifling. <laughs> I was like that. But those are the wait, people I we're want, dealing with. I want to I want to talk about the fact that Hiroshi said that Luke should make her an atmospheric DNA <laughs> obliterating bomb. <laughs> I know what is in my system. I have seen what is in Shannon's cup. Hiroshi, is you drinking? <laughs> yes. What <laughs> are you to Jim Bean? Oh, Jesus. Right God has... Y'all, we sorry. I don't know how we got too here. Much, but, too much. Too um... much. I'm like, I'm like, I think y'all are giving all of them too much credit for any of these. No, no. What I meant was it just feels like all of these side arcs could have been done and run in a in a in a logical parallel fashion that created a more than adequate story and they all would have come together. Now we can have differences of opinion as to how we feel like they should deal with the propaganda aspects. And I will freely admit oh, acknowledge God. that that our problem that Hiroshi and I are having is we watch entirely too much fucking ID channel and CBS in whatever percentage quantity you have. And that's why we have this whole checklist of shit that we expect to see even in our fandom shows. But I feel like if you're going to have one of those pivotal moments at the end of scene, uh, uh, episode 11, be him reaching down and getting a sample out of the blood and have it be juxtaposed to Sophie finding um, out the secret in the car and outing Ryan's identity and realizing that Luke knew who she was the whole damn time and that mm-hmm. he is involved. Uh, how she missed that with tech involved, I don't know. But I just, I just really enjoyed his. Oh, <laughs> like his, like um. Oh, could mm-hmm. you please? Hello, woman. I have never met before. Never clearly, before. like he, <laughs> all that was missing was the little uh, Forrest Gump wave from the boat. Like, <laughs> damn, that's the only damn thing that was missing in that scene. But I feel like because they've got all of this uh, chaoticness going on and improperly using Enigma, um, just haphazardly using Enigma. Uh, He's what the only do- competent person on this show. <laughs> Enigma? Yes. Because look. I mean, he's the only one who the agenda has been fucked by these writers. I don't know if that's competent. What I appreciate about Enigma is that for a mind wiping uh, master hypnotist, she's still just out here just doing regular billable hours. Just, hey. <laughs> like, just hey, me and Wink. I'm talking about. 
she don't live on Coriana no more. She need to eat. She no, but as she was like, like <laughs> Alice comes in like ready to like kick her ass. She, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, I need you to get rid of these things, and she's like, I think we should start with talk therapy. <laughs> ma'am she did not come here for a second but what i love about confidence is like she always controlled the room like she took down penny like like Mm -hmm. that oh okay yeah 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 uh, she did a talk therapy she was like she knows she can control alice she knows it's like a work i mean let's be real she's managed not to get her ass killed by uh sophia so clearly she got scared oh we love her yeah yeah, but uh, but I just I just meant the way they're that they're using all these things together. We okay. really do watch too much propaganda. It's a damn shame. <laughs> but um, no, it's just like I feel like if you're gonna do things like uh, introduce Jake Jacob uh, in a downward spiral, which is clearly leading towards some kind of storyline, because you guys just cannot deal without there being even the inference of Kate somewhere in a damn episode. It's so much and and black mass larger agenda if you I, I get he had to find some way to insert that in i just feel like it was a little gracelessly done mm-hmm. i get that you have to have the cost cop the take your time <laughs> no no there's a word and it was very very inappropriate and my my soul said don't say it i i get that you have to have conflict built into what's happening within the crows if you want to continue to build on the narrative that you know something wicked this way comes that they're that behind even the things that sophie knows there's things going on in there that she's not aware of Mm -hmm. that there are people who want things to run even more of a harsh direction than what she was doing when she was actually you know, not so focused on the one thing that she wasn't doing none of her other jobs. I just want to know oh, what's going on. Oh, talk about that. She said this, that other guy, I don't know what his name is, like, he just is going to run and burn the village and, and, and torch everything to the ground. I was like, well, wasn't that what you were doing, Sophie? Okay. I sat right here and said, if Sophie describes this man's tactics as scorched earth. Yes. If this, let me run up in your house and threaten to torture all you hoes says that guy's a problem. I, I wish we had the, the, the effect that uh, Rod from Black Eyed Tips does. Like Spider-Man one goes, eh. yeah, like fine. that's yeah. what it was. Well, we're not stealing. Well, this but, guy, you know, I but... have looked up this guy, so I I think he, he, he has a ways to go to be even more <laughs> what Sophie is talking about. But yeah, Sophie over here acting like, girl, these are not it's like, it's like I learned it from out. you, Dad. Like I feel like yeah. at some point Sophie probably trained this dude. Like, like come on. No, these are your they, tactics. <laughs> they got the kind of energy of uh, coming up through the ranks, not so much as uh, number one, number two, number three, but as she probably was always that those three steps better than him, and and. He she's in his way. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see that. She, I don't, yeah, he doesn't strike me as somebody who took any kind of training from a woman. But this is but life. these are like these are your tactics. This is what the crow does. Like he's not doing anything that you and yourself have not done. So I was just like, calm down. But that's why I said Crow-y. if <laughs> that's but no. But that's why I said if Megan, aka Sophie, is saying this guy is a problem. 
was like, oh, so he's the kind of person who just sit outside the building and like blow it up and go inside and say, we went. And then collect evidence and bag and tag the bodies. Cool. <laughs> and I get it. And that's probably exactly what she meant by that. But my, my, my bigger problem with some of this stuff, honestly, is when I look at it and I'm really enjoying the show, I feel like we've fallen into that, that shallow place that sometimes the CW does. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic that we're here so soon and, and it's the first season and the interruptions are messing with their flow or the things that they have to work around. Um, but I just, I feel like they felt like they need to, one, I agree with you, somebody watched Set It Off too much. But especially <laughs> when we got into episode 11 and it was started being twisty around Alice. Mm-hmm. When you make me roll my eyes when Alice comes on the screen, you have made a wrong turn. <laughs> and uh, I don't really know how you describe it any differently than that. I really feel like they are dragging out that narrative because they're using Alice to put a pen in the part of what's going on with Black Mass, False Flag, and any potential cross uh collateral carryover from Coriana and what's going on with her team of people and I feel like that's a disservice to the actress because she's amazing I think we've all proven that we are extreme fans Mm -hmm. but I also think that it puts them in danger of having a real problem of sustainability past this season yeah and I I don't like to see that I don't like to see that at all Like Alice and Ocean are are back together, which is it was just fine. We got a nice little ocean view, but um, poor the man. way they're tying things around <laughs> is just it's weird. <laughs> because again, we we bring we bring in our least favorite character, Angelique, as the almost like the center of all the stories now. Because you I have want- Ryan wanted to get her, you have her- Ocean, and Alice gonna have to probably go after her too, and you have Black Mask that holds her because she's supposed to be the cook. Uh, I, I want her to bite. die. And so, then Sophie has to go find find her too. That whole Angelique thing was so dumb, not because yeah. of the Ryan and Angelique of it all, but I don't understand how at some point it's not mentioned that Angelique is the only other person that can cook snake bite like the the fact that they would either let angelique rot in jail or like let her turn on them she's the only person who can do what they need her to do i like yeah everything about that i was like why are y'all not on the lookout for people coming after her well see this is the thing that makes me think it's weird for as often as you get in in these situations and we realize that this is the CW and there's a certain shit they're not going to do. Mm-hmm. One of the things that the CW had been really good about doing was paying attention to the kind of narrative that had to be built around whatever they were talking about for whatever was the criminal enterprise that was at play. Mm-hmm. And... um they're not doing that this time. It's so rushed. It's not even that it's rushed to me. It's that they don't really have 
any real sensibility about what they want to have make logical sense out of these points. So like you were saying, why wouldn't ha Luke have exercised some more care when he comes face to face with uh, Ryan when she's with Sophie? <laughs> or like, like, is anyone in doubt that Luke is going to his back wing? No, and uh, he he needs to, you know, maybe he has to change outfits when he was in that chair to kind of get in the in the mood. He could have put a racer outfit on. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really I I I mean, if he's not back, gonna be sad and sad all around. But the I mean, I don't really know if they're gonna go here, but the guy uh, Tavarov. In, mm -hmm. in his character's backstory is supposed to be a former friend of Luke's. Right. So that's I, one of the characters that I think they're saying he's coming to the front and Luke is going to have more storyline with him. I believe it's Tavarov's character that they're talking about. Yeah. Um, I was hoping it was a love interest. Maybe it still is. We don't know. But... Um, well, I, I saw I, I saw Horton was looking at Mary, and I don't know, and I feel like Mary and Luke have been having a little some something. So that no. would be interesting. No, <laughs> no, Luke and Mary, Mary has chemistry with everybody. Because no. yeah, she's Mary, but yeah. and Luke could have chemistry with anyone because Luke is Luke, and we just need them to let cameras be naked. But um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But what I meant about that is this was a perfect time for them to not slow play something with one of the other characters, not central, uh, one of the characters central to Ryan, but not central to what's going on in Gotham. Mm -hmm. This would have been the time for them to move forward and to push that and to not slow play that. So if it had to do with more with Mary getting back in her, um, in her clinic because she had to save them because they got hit with like megavolts. That is the stupidest name. Um, that, no, uh, no, it was Kilovolts. Kilovolts. I'm to say that's why it said Megan. Yeah, or if it was more about them finally letting Luke demonstrate his technical savvy in the multiple myriad of ways in which he has it. Man went to damn MIT. You act like you don't know how to open a battery to get to a fucking fingerprint. But you don't <laughs> let it go. Um, this was the time. So. And time off for good behavior, that was the time for us to really get those things, and we didn't get them. So it it, it causes me to have concern because the episode just felt like somebody put a bunch of ingredients together and shook them up and was surprised when everything settled back into its own layer. And instead of making, like, you know, a nice, cool, refreshing mojito or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whoever muddled this didn't know what the hell they were doing. I don't know why all my references yeah, are out so there. random. I am the only so one not drinking. But um, shut up, Shanna. I'm not. I'm. I'm random. But yeah, I, it, it's just. It was. It's really weird, and it causes me concern about uh, their ability to sustain, and for us not to have them start either wasting or misusing core characters. Mm -hmm. And you all already yeah, know how I feel about Sophie. Uh, so Black Mask Mask is a very compelling character. I think they're doing him fairly well. My only qualm was like, why did they rip his mask off right off the bat uh, when the Sophie and Batwoman finally got him on the ground? But of um, course, it's TV. Yeah, the same yeah. reason nobody ever takes off Batwoman's mask when she gets knocked out. I don't understand. Well, I thought it's because they get shocked. I don't know. 
Um, but like literally, just to, like FYI, if I ever encounter a superhero and they are knocked I'm out, taking, the first thing I'm doing is taking off them. I'm taking the cowl off. But no, I was just yeah. like, of all the things that you think is canon in the CW, is that the cowl will shock the shit out you if you try to take it off. I think it's basically <laughs> you think that is what is canon in the CW's Batwoman. <laughs> I'll go with it. I'll take it. It works. Like it must be it's the it must be the only explanation <laughs> it's the only thing that works right now but no i think those are all the different things that are making me have questions it's like if this guy has an agenda and a hard-on for jacob and he's up to something mm -hmm. and he's supposed to be our current big bad yes it's the haphazardness of what's going on with the storyline it, it doesn't make sense and it's odd if it's yeah. supposed to be about homie um whose name starts with a t uh take using shooting his shot to get in with the crows Oh, and Tavarol, yeah. Tavarol, turn the direction of the um, of the investigation in the direction he wants them to go. Uh, and I don't really know what you call him if Sophie is a sledgehammer and he's worse. <laughs> is What is he, just a nuclear bomb at this point? I don't know. I don't know. But whatever he is, it's supposed to be three steps worse than Sophie. I don't know what that is. They're both cops. As far as I'm concerned, it's all bad. But uh, if that's the, okay, fine. But you're treating everybody like they're just an assailant. Mm -hmm. You know, it's well, little H for hero, little V for villain. And Jacob said, like, you know, the false face people declared war and using the very propaganda terms about being at war. And we're just going to start just, I guess, shooting them in the streets or something to that effect. And he high. He, <laughs> yes, he is high. I, I one of the things that bothered me a little bit is like he's supposed to be like this intelligence guy and you just had a conversation with Enigma the the your shrink about having a drug addiction and then your alleged friend comes in with the drug that you're addicted to and he just you no know, red flags popped those up two, but those two things don't have anything to do with each other I would, I would just, I would not, I don't take coincidences as something that's supposed to. I don't to... think that was a coincidence. I don't think that, I don't think an enigma uh -huh. was expecting well, no, him. But I was like, Jacob. What? No, I don't think Enigma was expecting Jacob to respond to her overture oh. in his office the way that it is. I think the next step was always for that fool to show up and go, oh my God, and clutch pearls. Yeah, clutch and pearls, yes. Put more snake bite in front of him mm -hmm. to get keep him using it. Mm -hmm. I think that Enigma was supposed to be embedded for other purposes, mm -hmm. aka wiping people's minds, because she's the one who made sure everyone thought Kate was dead by giving them half the skull from where they beat the brakes off the girl and broke a face so they could get a DNA. That sounds so terrible. <laughs> okay. What I will say is while I totally believe that Jacob would do drugs and I can't believe he tried to say that like he just got knocked out and the drugs were given yeah. to him. Um, yeah. While I totally believe that Jacob would do drugs. I do not believe Jacob would do them at the office. No, no. And that no, was just, I was, was some... like, not Jacob Kane. Jacob Kane is going to find, but, like he did, sit in his car in a dark alley and do that shit. Yeah, but if this oh, drug, uh, but if this drug attacks your hypothalamus, it's possible that he couldn't resist anymore knowing it was there. Yeah. That then, and, and I get how they could use that. And, you know, that was one of the things 
that actually made sense because they are trying to show that he's progressively but swiftly acting out of character in his professional capacity in ways that are not okay. Mm -hmm. So that worked for me and it made sense. Um, I but just I think just this show sometimes takes lazy shortcuts. Yeah, because again, they just like to waste here. If this, this, you know what? I just realized what you were saying when you were saying Tarov. They're gonna make him menace, aren't they? What is it? I was trying to Shh. secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you act like you ain't on the Googles getting this. I, I look. I'm not saying who's, who's menace because I was wondering maybe we could do books. a deep dive on like. If you go over there and you put in the words Luke, that wing enemy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I okay. just sit here and act like I gave away the whole damn I'm just thing. <laughs> what are we here I was for if not to quiet. talk series? I was keeping it quiet. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't do no, the talk series. And... My theory <laughs> that we are moving towards Luke making a true emergence and appearance is Batwing. Mm-hmm. And that blood is going to be a problem because Tarov, who is supposed to have a previous relationship with Luke, and if they're playing this the way that he is, this asshole is going to be menaced. Mm-hmm. And all of this bullshit with Snakebite is about that bitch getting his superpowers. And now I want to throw my headphones off and throw away, <laughs> but it costs too much money. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Snakebite gets you bit, uh, superpowers? <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Okay, Wait. so for anybody who thinks that I like Marvel more than DC, if that rant doesn't prove to you that I am just as much of a DC heifer as I am a Marvel one, I don't know what to tell you because I'm gonna let's, need a minute. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm mad yeah, right let's now. Let's just say if, that uh, we we might see the uh, a, a broad arc for our our friend Russell Tavarov. Okay. Okay. I really it look that that's what I think. It's what I think. It's where I'm going. I could be wrong. I kind of want to be, but if not, it means that I will get more Luke. Shortlist. Which I okay. Got to change. I was trying not to be thirsty. I've already been sufficiently (laughs) thirsty. Look, the ocean view was not long enough or good enough. Oh my god! If they don't like give me more. Of Alice and Ocean, okay, okay. It's... I don't want more Alice and Ocean unless it leads to her being the head of her house and we get bloody. No, I we are getting. We're totally gonna... getting that. I thought they were going to do that this episode. I thought that Ignima was actually going to break Alice no. by no. erasing Kate. But you don't get that... bloody Alice with Alice being broken. Well, Alice... I mean, that's what Ignima is saying. If like I erase Kate from you, you're not. Right. Every 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 little bit of rational thought you <laughs> like, but you don't get bloody Alice doesn't just give into all of her dark impulses, and I get okay. that that's what they're playing. It's like um, Alice needs Beth back, okay? Because bloody Alice is actually making conscious choices, okay? Like like the, the people who gravitate to her, she's she's a fucking monster. Yes, she is. But she's quote rational. Mm-hmm. So Enigma is not wrong that that. But and I get that that's where we're going. But I just feel like 
this whole thing that they did, all mm-hmm. of that set up just so Enigma can get away. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. stupid. Um, although I do like the fact that they kind of took the opportunity to close the loop on the dumbass. I put a, a knife in your chest. My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I and I and I and I don't necessarily appreciate them bringing Ocean back just so they can continue to have some kind of relevance to the larger story arc for Angelique. Mm-hmm. And, but I do understand why it has to happen because you and I, well, this is again my theory, his last steps to keep Snakebite from being fatal are Desert Rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the processing. Maybe it's the way that he has to distill one and the other and he applied one theory to the other. Maybe he's actually blending some in to take out the toxicity because, you know, unless you're trying to make some kind of way that you can sell to people who are serial killers for not needing to put bodies in their crawl space, but to be able to, like, dissolve them. Dissolve people. Clearly you need your drug not to burn the veins you want to put it into. And I I get, I get all of the reasons why they needed those things to happen. I just feel like the way that it was done was a little too haphazard. I've been enjoying the purposeful chaos of the narrative. And I feel like we lost the narrative in the chaos. And now we just have this haphazard, um, unequal parallel loops. But yeah, if some of this stuff is what's happening is they're still trying to work around so pulling the other things from the pages of the comics that this season was supposed to have, that COVID has kind of interrupted and caused, you know, breaks to them being able to film and get it done. And they've had to make concessions. I get it. I'm fine with it. And again, I really like Batwing. I <laughs> would love to see Luke more of that. I even would enjoy <sighs> Menace. <laughs> but it raises uh, oh, sorry it it raises the question of whether or not we are in um a bat woman universe where bane exists and is bane coming is that that going to be the teaser for season I'm, three i don't know but i'm never going to have a problem in a world where bane exists because i really like bane i have problems yes. i'm slightly an apologist but <clears throat> I'm not opening any new villain agendas today. So we'll discuss you, you that. Do you watch the Harley day. Quinn show? Oh, I love him. Look at my face. Look at my face. I want to bench it all. I'm just trying to catch some time so I yeah. can go back and rewatch all the things I love. And that is at the top of my list. But if that's the point and that's where they're going, fine. I can continue to grant them some grace to do it. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like they kind of threw up their hands. And then just took the bag and threw all the shit in the air and said, it's whatever. And I don't know if I'm appreciating that. It's like spaghetti. They they threw it on the wall to see if it's going to stick or not. I just, I I feel, I I like when they they manage to mesh and and connect all the different stories. And I get really frustrated when things are like, you know, everybody's all off in their own little corners. So like they have these moments of pulling it together and I really, really like that. Um yes. I yeah. I I don't know if this it's conversation not made any, yeah, any logical sense. And it, it's not conversation bad. It's, make it's any just logical uneven sense? sometimes and I get frustrated. Um okay, okay I just really yeah. want to say this that 
I literally from the beginning of the episode said Fast and Furious Gotham Drift and then friggin' Ryan said <laughs> yeah. it and I was like yeah. I am annoyed because I am corny. Somebody should <laughs> <laughs> But you already knew that. Low hanging things. Low hanging. It's one of the things that we love about you. You are, you know, you're corny, but you're also I'm corny as fuck. I mean, it's perfect timing because that fast nine trailer dropped, and I was like, yes, what is spice? I mean, come on. They said years ago somebody made a smart ass comment about Fast and Furious in space, and one of the showrunners looked him in the face and said, "Not yet." So we all knew this was coming. Yeah, but yeah, no, I just uh, I, I'm with you, Shanna. I feel like to a certain extent we've been having a good conversation with this show, and this conversation doesn't really make any logical sense. I don't know who's talking. I don't know where I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Um, they made things that should be really important seem like they're distractions. So something in here is a MacGuffin. Um, you clearly made it an open possibility that Tarov is not MacGuffin. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will be upset if it turns out that they've made Alice the MacGuffin of the second season, because I think that is a waste of that actress. It's also a waste of the opportunities. Um, if they've made Black Mass the MacGuffin, I might be okay with that because they've leaned really into the camp with that character and I've really enjoyed it, especially when he just has the moments like, you know, it's a really great branding moment. I'm like, really? We're going to talk about branding? He You're stay- going to get caught for who you are, little marketing man, because you can't not talk business speak in the middle of a fight. He stays just being exasperated with them. He's yeah. like, I don't and have extra. time for you. <laughs> I'm like, y'all yeah, are he's boring. Like, but see that's one of the things it's like it's kind of like we were circle back let's circle back to the beginning where it's like as soon as the journalist told her the places that were being vandalized or destroyed Mm -hmm. ryan should have said someone is trying to leave kids nowhere to go mm-hmm. i don't know why although she should since one of the first things that she did at batwoman was stop a child initiation into the false fucking look i could lady. i could yeah. have understood yeah, no, if she would have yeah, said exactly. if she would have said somebody's trying to stop these kids from having a place to go so they end up in false flag okay. and then it actually turned out no yeah. it's even bigger than that like the person doing it is supposedly on the side of good and did it like, like the next episode but the but that... also just the fact that she just didn't know like she had no working theories as to why <laughs> and, like... that's where I, and that's where i'm having a problem because they're starting to give her the same kind of tunnel vision to all this personal minutia bullshit that Kate had. And that was one of the things that was really refreshing about what they did when they brought in Ryan. Ryan was able to keep a 360. And I don't want to lose her ability to stay with the macro simply because she got some puss. I was like, look, if you got it, if you getting some ass means you are no longer competent to perform your duties as Batwoman, I'm going to need you to become a... a, a, I don't know if we need to go that far, but you know. (laughs) weekend warrior you may need to be but i mean just like at this point the divided focus between the hyper emotional uh reckless decision making brian Mm -hmm. now bleeding back in to the batwoman who was starting to make sense starting to have a point and moving the entire bat team 
to moving purposefully and building a legacy in and out of the suit, I, I'm not okay with them muddying those waters up. I with honestly this. I honestly expected that the response by the community center person was like, Batwoman's protecting this community center. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't let it say that. Well, but, I was just, I was like, well, security, so bat, we're protected by Batwoman. Look, I just said, look, I'll call my sister. We yeah. all know what the crows would do. Yeah. <laughs> the, but, but like, I, I thought, I, but that's one of the few scenes in both episodes that I thought was played perfectly well. They actually had somebody uh -huh. come in and say the statistics, but it also makes me wonder. That's one of the reasons why I was pissed off that they wasted that narrative. It's because uh -huh. you turned uh -huh. it into a data dump. You turned it into virtue signaling. You turned it into yeah. some shallow performativeness. And uh -huh. this really could have been something that dug into the meat and potatoes of them building their legacy and um, the other side of Gotham that nobody that everybody is left out. It could have blended very well into what they promised me, but under delivered for of the confrontation with Mary and the clinic and her father, yeah. uh, stepfather, like all of those different elements should have been more key and should have been more central and they would have made much more logical sense. Um, so having Enigma play with him, like he's a cat, it was kind of fun, but why, why now puts you in danger of being outed. Uh, and for no one to think it was weird that Pennyworth, who came back on the promise that she would prove to Jacob before she left, that there was no one he needed to hunt for what happened to his daughter, to suddenly like, yeah, I'm going to Germany. That didn't make any sense. So you mm -hmm. have a situation where Sophie should have been saying, bitch, what? No. Who you been talking to? Where have you been? And, you know the fact that they're not talking to each other about things they would be talking to each other about. Pennyworth <clears throat> would not go off on some crusade for Alice without having told someone. She would have the last time Alice and she were even supposed to be on the same damn team. She, she got stabbed. stabbed. And what she mentions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just too loose and it's too dumb and it's outside of what the CW does well. And mm -hmm. that's what's bothering me. Not that they didn't have him set off a massive DMA obliterating bomb. <laughs> you nutter. He just goes up. It's like the vacuum cleaner thing that sometimes... Have you ever seen things. Boondock Saints? <laughs> yes, I have. So why is it that he need to make this big, huge techno bomb when he could just give them one of them little sprayers that the whole two Irish boys had to put a ammonia down over the blood? Yes, and the you are outside <laughs> your Jim Bean drinking mind. And poor Shannon. I, like, I'm like, so, so, and now we're back. I'm like, and, and we're back. And we're back. Um, So. No, but, but this is what <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that happens when you can't even make cohesive speculation because they've made me so overly cautious about the fact that they don't trust the narrative they're telling. I'm losing a little bit of my optimism and not in the show, but at, well, I should say my little, a little, a little more faith in the writers. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm still optimistic because uh, obviously I could go off on a big huge rant and speculate about what they're about to pull out the comics next to bring into the DC verse and you know make me want to go stab 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 but yeah it's just like um, 
it's it, it's interesting, and they keep mentioning scarecrows, fear toxins. So there's mm-hmm. op- there's there's opportunity there that also can tie back into what Enigma does because she is a traditional hypnotist as well. Um, I still want to know what she has in her cane that she stabbed homegirl in the leg with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all these different things that they have. I know we're all over the place, and Hiroshi and I keep throwing out ridiculous asinine uh forensic well, theories but like with, yeah my concern is that because of covid they're not doing the full 22 i know they're taking a break may's coming up that's normally when shows end and i see on imdb they they've only have up to 13 but they haven't been really putting up too much information on there like are we gonna get a full 22 are we going to 13 are we going to 15 like when are they gonna um right now it's listed just up to 13 Um, yeah yeah i don't think we're gonna i don't think they're gonna try to hyper extend the season and we do need to note that because they like to annoy the shit out of us we're randomly is moving oh oh i was gonna say we're randomly off this week coming up um it's not i think there's something else that has a conflict but it's also because they're moving batwoman to a new time yeah oh what time? They're moving it from Sundays to what Monday? No, it's still Sunday. It's just moving to nine. Oh, that won't from even. Eight. I watch it next day on CWTV.com. I mean, so... <laughs> well, I think that I think they're trying. I think they're trying to. I don't know. Are they trying to go head to head with the Equalizer or stop going head to head with the Equalizer? Oh, yeah, yeah the Equalizer is on that day. Yeah, because um, I think that they may have noticed once the Equalizer premiered. Um, and I think another show just hit ABC. Is it that, that Peggy Bundy one, which I haven't watched yet, is also on my list? Yeah, um, I think either that or they're about to do something also equally dumb and move Kung Fu. And I think they should leave Kung Fu where it is. Okay. Um, um, the thing this weekend is the Oscars, which goes to oh, show you how, how much I've been following the Oscars. No, I mean I just don't. Time is a is a is a fucked up construct, and I don't. I only know what day it is because I got my second vaccination shot today, and that required me to know the date. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So um, Sunday they did the the American Country Music Awards, so that messed things up. But I think they may be trying to shift to stop competing with the equalizer or they think they can split the audience and snatch up some of the audience for the equalizer i don't know because that's the only other thing that i know that's been I getting a really really like good a lot of overlap I, those demos. there is actually there is actually probably more crossover between that demo than you think mm-hmm. i've been noticing and talking to people and a significant number of people i know who are watching batwoman were also watching queen latifah so it's just weird and i and i've been digging it but yeah so it's moving to a new time i think also they may be trying to give themselves um, another opportunity to stretch out some more episodes, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I still have faith. Well, if I, if I still have we only have two, if we only have two episodes left this season, or so if we only have two episodes left this season i definitely see these villains and things that we're talking about being something that they set up and then we go into next season um or i don't think it's going to be like a new season i think it's going to be like splitting what we're currently doing in half because you cannot wrap up what they're talking about in two episodes 
Yeah, no, they still, no. They did the whole Kate thing. Yeah. So how is that going to come in in two episodes? I don't even think they're planning on circling back around. I think this is about setting up Jacob and getting into the point to where he's vulnerable for whatever manipulation or whatever yeah. or humiliation is supposed to be coming. I think we've. They, I think it. They, I think if they're really serious about these thirteen, what we're seeing is the setup. They've abandoned the narrative of the season, and now they're laying all of the breadcrumbs leading into season three. They're doing that thing that we always hate shows doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if they thought we would give them a pass because it's COVID. COVID, but. I'm never going to be happy with a show that decides to do that. Like, yeah. ever. Never, never. It's just disrespectful. All right. Um, so we are cautiously optimistic for a potential end to the season in a few weeks. Uh, we will see y'all in a couple of weeks. So we'll probably meet back here after episode 13. Um just to give it a couple more episodes, we'll see how the arc is going. And any other last things? I know we just dropped our Supergirl recap today. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, as well as the Flash Legends, I believe is coming back May 2nd. Uh, yep. So yeah, things are ramping back up over here at the oh, network. Oh. Um, Don't be cute. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Just aired. Yes. We'll be adding it to the lineup uh, starting after the third. We'll take them by three, as you said, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, episode one and two are out. If you haven't watched them, do yourself that favor. It will make you very happy. Yep. And we will definitely be discussing Kung Fu. So that's coming to the network, too. And if you haven't listened to the most recent episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier and made it to the end and heard... Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is the last Disney Plus show that is in front of the paywall. So if you haven't upped your premium, now is a good time because we are also upping our premium content game for our subscribers who are paid subscribers. <laughs> Loki will be behind the paywall. If y'all haven't heard us talking Invincible, y'all need to do that. But you also need to pay attention. Comic Book Book Club right now is doing Invincible and they've got the first six up. Didn't they also drop one for The Flash? Um, just yes. a character corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Character so, corner for The Flash as well. Um, yeah. And I believe so the next one in- is Hickman or Deep Palm's talking craziness about Hickman. Um. God help us. He sure is. And he is trying to rope <laughs> everybody on the network in, y'all. We all going to be need. We are about to enter the land of happy Deep Palm and we don't know what to do. But yeah, um, it's we going into the spring, into the summer and the network is back and we are ramping up. There's also probably going to be more uh, standard movie coverage on the movie trailers review. So if you lost your Spotify feed, we are back on there. So be sure to follow. Uh, and if you haven't left us a review, we really, really, really would appreciate it. Five stars or better, if you wouldn't mind, because <laughs> that is how we get access to things. They go and look at our analytics and demographics because it's not good enough to listen to us have a good ass time for y'all. They want to be all bougie. So help your peoples out, right? Yes. Am I lying? I know you're never to give me the face. You're correct. Okay, I'm just saying. saying. Yeah, and you Walker (laughs) (laughs) or Nancy Drew. I mean, I just said. Like, hook us up with a review on Apple Podcasts. Oh my gosh! And so. Thank you for listening. 
Um, lots of stuff coming up on the network. Uh, just, you know, like, like, follow, and subscribe. Um, and we will see you judged. in a few weeks. Shanna, feel judged. DNA bombs are real. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>